Hello and welcome to the Howling Monkey Reads the Comics. Today is Sunday, June 13, 2021. Let's take a look and see what's happening in the funnies together, shall we? Well, it's been a while. We've been on a little break, but we are hopefully back. Uh, M, my co-host, is here. How are you doing, M? Good, but you forgot something in the intro. What did I forget? It's 9.32. What do you mean it's 9.32? You forgot the time. I don't tell the time because they're not listening to it when we record it. So or I don't... are they? No, they're not, because we're not live. Or are we? No, we're not. It's a podcast. It's not a radio show. So, Or is it? No, it's not. We don't, we don't live at a radio station. Or do we? <sighs> How are you doing, Em? <laughs> Good. You're you excited about uh, you're, you're on summer break? That's exciting, yeah? Yes. So what, are you doing anything fun? Um, no. No, you haven't been like swimming and playing with friends and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I have. Well, so you you have been doing something fun, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, okay, you're in a mood today, aren't you? Yeah. Okay, good. Well, that'll make this all the more fun. Um, let's take a look at the comics. Our first comic of the day is "The Born Loser" by Art and Chip Sansom. In this particular episode, uh, the Born Loser is talking to I, I think it's his dad, uh, and. Uh, Who's asking him, hey, how was your big date night last night with Mrs. Born Loser? And uh, the Born Loser says, oh, we plan to go out for a nice dinner and a movie. I want to go to, Mex- to eat Mexican and see an action movie. But she wanted to have Asian cuisine and see a romantic comedy. And we couldn't decide. Uh, so we decided to compromise. And then the guy goes, ah, good. So did you settle on Asian food and an action movie or Mexican food and a romantic comedy? And the Born Loser goes, eh, we couldn't agree on that either, so we just stayed home and ordered pizza and watched TV. <sighs> the joke is that the obvious, what, the obvious compromise would be one person gets to pick the restaurant, one person gets to pick the movie, but they, they couldn't even agree to do that, which is why they're born, the Born Loser. That's just sad. It is, because people should be able to, what, make, make compromises, right? Yeah, but not him. Not him, and not Mrs. Born Loser. That's the, the joke there. Okay, our next comic of the day is Arlo and Janice by Jimmy Johnson. In this episode, uh, Janice is yelling at the cat. Um, what, it's like, wait, honestly, I, okay, wait a minute. Whoa, wait, what? Wait, I'm trying to figure, okay. She's yelling at the cat going, oh, I just finished cleaning your litter box. The poor cat looks super sad that he's being scolded because he has to go to the litter box. <laughs> like, look at his eyes. That's just like, no. <laughs> and she's like, but I, I have to go. And so, it is so pathetic. It's a pathetic looking cat. And so Janice walks away, literally going grumble. Um, and then the like, cat. Yeah, just not even doing the stars before it. No, she's just grumbling. Um, and so the cat goes to the litter box. You can tell because of the. Uh, it's You can hear. Scritch, scritch, scritch. Scritch, scritch, scritch. So then Janice comes and sits down. And then the cat comes running up to her, and she curls herself into her chair to avoid the cat completely and yells, apology accepted. But she still looks mad. And she's mad. Um, And should we mention, that cat is blue. (laughs) It is a blue cat. Did they paint it? It's a, I don't know. Did Arlo and Janice paint their cat blue? It's it's possible. But I'm trying to unpack this. So she's... She's mad at her blue cat because the blue cat has to go to the litter box. Then she 
says apology accepted, but she doesn't really accept. But it. what's the cat apologizing for? The cat is uh, the cat shouldn't apologize for that. It's it's using its litter box like it's supposed to. Yeah, that's what. And it's Janice is to. mad about it uh, because what is she? Would she rather have like cat poo lying around the house? I don't know what her. But she's very upset. She's like the cat looks ugh. happy. Now. Cat, well, the cat, yeah, this cat is clearly psychologically abused because he's like trying to, he's got Stockholm syndrome with Janice at this point, uh, who is yelling at him for being a cat. And then when he comes to like say hello, she's like, like shooing it away uh, because I, I don't know. Is she allergic to cats or something? I think she's allergic to joy. I think that's the issue with Janice. So that's the deal here is that, uh, that the cat. Uses oh, litter box and, and the cat's name is Ludwig. Ludwig the cat, uh, like Ludwig van Beethoven. Yes, so uh, I guess he just he he just created a movement that she did not find pleasing. All right, our next comic of the day is W. T. Duck by Aaron Johnson. Okay, what's going on in this one? Um, well, a duck is asking W. T. Duck, I think, if. He is there money in this in photographing because WT Duck has a camera on him, yeah. right? And he's like, Yes, want to buy a camera? Which I don't get. I think the joke is that uh, there's no money in photography, and uh, WT Duck was trying to unload his camera on his friend. Um, so, never uh, the, the lesson here is never trust a duck in business ventures, they will, they will, they will cheat you every time. I mean, don't trust a duck. And- theory yeah never ducks are not trustworthy uh in fact they they often commit foul business practices that That was a good joke no no it wasn't our next comic of the day is nancy by olivia james in this episode uh nancy and sluggo are just walking around on a windy day we can tell it's windy because there's little wind curlicues drawn around it and then nancy says i don't like walking on windy days what if a branch falls on us and then she goes Luckily, I've just reversed jinxed us, so now we should be safe. And and Sluggo goes, uh, Nancy, talking about freak ans- accidents doesn't make them less likely to happen. Well, then we we pull a little time shift apparently, because it's there's a, what does that say? That says above their three heads for the last three panels, and it sticks above their heads for the last three panels, and it sticks falling on them, and you can see that they are. The sticks are hitting the word balloons of what Nancy had already said, right? So I don't like walking around. And, and so the sticks hit it and bounce off. And then rocks, for some reason, start falling. No, seriously, where are these things? I get the branches from the yeah. trees. But where are the rocks coming from? Is a volcano erupting? <laughs> Maybe a volcano erupting. Perhaps they're walking in a, in a canyon. I don't know what's happening but the the rocks are falling and then the rocks and the sticks both bounce off of nancy's word balloons as though they were actual balloons uh, and they protect them from being killed by rocks Wait, and sticks but the sticks are avoiding it right after they hit it so how are they still not getting hit Right, because what when they stopped talking, the balloons would go away, right? So yeah. it would seem... Mm, that's a wait, good, uh. wait, is Nancy a witch? <laughs> yes, she and, she and Aunt Fritzy are in a coven. So uh, that she can she is a spellbinder who can use her words to protect her from uh, falling, falling boulders and, and logs. So there, there you go. Get the bonfire ready. Okay. <laughs> 
My goodness, okay. Um, I'm over here wanting to burn witches. All right, our next comic of the day is Brian Crane's Pickles. In this episode, uh, Mrs. Pickles comes home and uh, asks Mr. Pickles if anybody called. And he goes, yeah, your sister. And Mrs. Pickle goes, oh, what did she want? Um, and, and Mr. Pickles goes, I don't know. I wrote down the message. And what does Mrs. Pickle say? It only says blah, blah, blah. And Mr. Pickle says, I just wrote down what I heard. Because Mr. Pickles doesn't pay attention to And Mrs. doesn't Pickles, care. And doesn't care about what Mrs. Pickles' sister, whose I assume's name is Eunice, says. Hey, speaking of witches, here's uh, Broom, <laughs> Broomhilda uh, by, by Russell Myers. Not to be confused with, with famed filmmaker Russ Meyer. All right. In this episode of Broomhilda, Broomhilda is, uh, it's hot. So she goes to a bird bath. What does she Wait, do? She, why does she get in it? Because she's hot, so it's like a pool. What? Yeah. That doesn't what, even make sense. Sure, she's just sitting in the bird bath, and then she's just spl- the birds fly away, and she's just splashing away, having a good time. And the birds come back squawking at her, and she yells, shoo. And then... A <laughs> giant vulture with red <laughs> eyes comes and says, shoo! To her, right? Yeah. And so what does she do? She runs. She runs away. Because she, so the joke here is that that that, that you can birds sh- are more powerful than witches. The, the giant buzzards can scare away a witch. That's the that's <laughs> that the is joke so there. dumb. <laughs> Our next comic of the day is Herb and Jamal by Stephen Bentley. In this in this episode, uh, uh, Herb is brushing his teeth. Flossing, using a jet pick, you know, using mouthwash. Oh, I thought that's a jet pack. No, it's a jet pick. It's a water. It's really, it's, yeah, it's a type, of, it's to clean your teeth. Um, and, and meanwhile, Jamal's out in the kitchen, uh, which is right next to the bathroom, which is weird, but it's, it's right next to the bathroom. Uh, and he's cooking and he peeps in on uh, Herb and goes, ah, you got a dental appointment? And Herb says, yeah, about an hour from now. Ooh. The joke here is that people won't brush their teeth. Or take care of their teeth until the last second when they have to go to the dentist to try to trick the dentist into thinking they're doing what they're supposed to do. And that's what's what old Herb's doing there. Yeah. So you but you don't do that, right? You brush your teeth every day. Yeah. Good for you. All right. Our next comic Is this new? Uh well we haven't done this one before, I don't think. It's the pajama diaries. Uh, in this episode, a, a couple are, are in bed in the morning, and uh, it's Father's Day, which is next Sunday, so I don't know why they're running the Father's Day comic today, but whatever. Uh, the wife's saying, oh, you're such a good dad. You do so much for the kids. You watch them when I work. You play with them. You talk to them. You're always there for them. So what do you want for Father's Day? And the dad goes, and the kids are outside making a lot of noise. How do we know they're making a lot of noise? Because... There are exclamation points, stars, hashtags. That's right. There's a, there's a ruckus going on outside. And Dad says, I'd like a day away from them. And, or, and the mom's like, what? How dare, how dare <laughs> you? And the joke is that for Father's Day, he would like to not have to be a father. He would like to be away. He would like to be away from being a father for the day. So that's the joke there is that uh, that's what he wants for Father's Day. Okay, our next comic of the day is Bizarro. Um, what is going on here? There, it's a- oh, okay, I see, I see. What, so, okay, so there's a what's he doing? There's a guy eating peas on a on a spoon, right? Oh, this is such a bad joke. Go, go ahead and explain a, it. Uh, so, I think they're 
peas that are aliens? It says, people of Earth, do not eat us. We come in peas. We come in peas. Because peas sounds like peace, and we come in peace is often what... (sighs) No, and may I mention, there's a dog at a chair. It's like a little chihuahua. Yeah. Yeah, and in the window, there's like a fake owl and a rooster. Yeah. This is a weird house. And they've got like no, a little. And there are ducks outside. There, are, there's a family of ducks walking along outside. I mean, I think, I think the details are more interesting than the story. Uh, no, there's a lot of details here, and they've got a salt pepper shaker that looked like a little Russian family. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it, it, what a hmm. But the, yeah, all that for the joke of uh, we what come in peas. And they're eating gray meat. They are eating gray meat. Yes, they are, and and carrots and peas, and. Uh, and one of them, I think, is drinking orange juice in a soda. No, I think that's the soda. I think that's the soda in the cup. It looks like it's orange juice, but I think that's the soda. <laughs> she's got a, she's got, well, this is weird. She's got a, okay, she's got a can of soda and a cup full of soda, but there's no ice in the cup whatsoever. <laughs> so there's literally no reason why she's not just drinking that out of the can. Uh, she's just, she's just dirtying a dish unnecessarily. And that's, that's more upsetting than the pee. And in, the, I mean, the other one is just like, He's got water, I think. Yeah, and uh, no, and the other one just holding a knife because he's about to eat it. Yeah, well, I don't know why he's holding the knife because to eat peas. He's eating the peas. Well, it's a good thing he has them because if the if the peas attack, he's ready. But <laughs> but yeah, there's no reason why he would be brandishing a knife while eating a spoonful of peas. <laughs> you're right about that. One of them has one fork yeah. and a spoon and no one knife. Them- the one that's eating the meat isn't using a knife. Yeah, I know. that's just, oh man, just a fork and the one. And the one who has the knife doesn't even have a fork for the meat. This is like a modern day Jack Spratt story, I think. Uh, so there you go with alien peas. All right, moving on. Uh, our next Yay! story of the day, our comic of the day, is Slylock Fox. As you know, Slylock Fox has a bunch of goofy things in it that you can do, like you know, spot the difference, this, that, the other. But the main thing is always the mystery where Slylock Fox and his friend, the mouse with with a shirt, but with no shirt, but pants and a hat. Come in and solve a crime. That's not the main thing. It's uh, the how did you all. No, we'll get to the how did you uh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> uh, okay. So in this episode, the the, the, super car, the supermarket manager, uh, who is a cat, says that Slick Smitty slipped two salamis into his pocket and walked out of the store without paying. Smitty says he's innocent, and Smitty's sitting there playing a video game. He looks like he's playing Cubert for some reason. Bleep boing blart. Blart. (laughs) (laughs) Smitty says he's innocent. He hasn't even been grocery shopping in a week. But his Slylock Fox looking around, he's got a cake, he's got a bowl full of of fruit with like a red apple and a green banana, and then he's got some soda. And then, so Slylock Fox looks around, and uh, he observes something that knows that Smitty's lying. What could that be? Let's give them a moment to think. They have all the clues they need. You're doing music. We already have. We already have music. We have our. You don't. You don't need to do that. Why are you doing that? Okay. All right. All right. All right. That was. I don't know. Time's up. Okay. I guess time's up. So. So, M, uh, how did uh, Slylock Fox um, solve this this mystery and know that uh, that Slick Smitty was lying about not having been to the store in a week? Well, he he doesn't have pants. I'm kidding. I, I, he does have pants. No, he doesn't have no. He do, in his yeah. pants, he doesn't have pockets. 
I, I, and I'm not sure how that would help solve the crime, honestly. No, because because he he needed pockets to put the salon. So in. you're you're actually arguing in favor of Slick Smitty, saying that he's innocent. Yeah. Well, you're mistaken, <laughs> and we know that because dun dun dun, the bananas would not be green if he had gotten them more than a week ago. He, bananas bananas turn brown and black very quickly and you have to make a bunch of banana bread instantly nobody who ever buys a bunch of bananas ever eats them in actual banana form it turns out so if, if we've learned nothing else through the past year it's that banana bread sure is good oh yeah okay so that's it there is that uh the green bananas sent old slick smitty to the clink I don't know why a private eye is being hired to handle a stolen salami, but there you go. It seems like it is not cost effective. The uh, loss prevention center at that grocery store needs to think through things. Can't they just say, can we please have some salami? They could have done that. Hey, can we have some salami? Why, sure, I have some right here. Oh, you caught me, (laughs) Slylock Fox. All right, and him, here's your favorite thing, how to draw. This one is yeah. how to draw Kira and her kitty. Would you like to explain this to everybody, please? And keep it, keep it short. <laughs> no. <Ugh. laughs> okay, so first you draw this, like, half head, except there's not the top. Then at the top, instead of making a full head, you're going to do, like, two, like, at top of the house. Yes, it does look like then that. Then yep. you do a collar and a tiny neck yep. that you can barely see. Then a little shirt, <laughs> and <laughs> then there's like a, a, a oval square thing. Yeah. Yep. Then little arms, uh-huh. which are, I think are in sleeves. Then she's she has tiny little hands that's just like bump bump bump. This is bum, all still bum, the first step, bum, bum, by the way. Bump bump bump. Then you there's do a box. <laughs> you do a box with a little kitty in it, and. There's also a little circle on the box. That's, that's, that's the nose, yeah. That's there. No, that's, it's not. That's all step one. It no. is the nose, yes. No, it's not. It's yeah, well, you'll see. be blue. <laughs> well, we know cats can be blue. Ludwig's blue, so. Nope. All right, all right. And then step and then, two. No, and then you draw the full hair, which is like curve, go, yeah. uh-huh. oval, yep. curve. Then we make arms, so it's short sleeves. Right. Then you... And you draw uh, the, the nose. You, you draw Kira's nose. Yeah, and, and, and whiskers. The, nose. the whiskers More. are growing out of the cat's. Uh, yeah, the side of the cat's face there. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, sad. Yeah. Okay. And then you put some lines on the collar yep. to make it look like it has wrinkles. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And you put little whiskers. Then you color it. Put a pupil in the eye. That's on step. We're on step oh, three. And the coloring. So the dress is pink. The hair is black. The eyes are black. Yep. Yeah, but, you don't have to use a lot of color. Oh, then there's a smile. Sure, the yeah. Kara's smiling because she's got her, her cat orange. in the box. The cat's orange. The um, box is something. It's gray-ish, yeah. yeah. And the cat's nose is blue. It's blue. And then, also... You have to do the bottom of the dress. Yep, yep. Okay. Which is also right. going to be That's, pink. I think we got it. Very, very good. And then to me, it looks like Kira doesn't have a cat in that box. It looks like she has a cat's head in a box. <laughs> I think the cat got executed. <laughs> I, I think she, this is like the end of seven being reenacted by Kira. She's uh, She's got a box with a cat. 
headset in and look at her smile and eyes. She's like, she looks like yes. she's deranged. <laughs> uh, so this really should be how to draw Kira and her severed cat's head, but that's uh, sorry, kids, shouldn't be doing that. And certainly, M, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be talking about 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 things like that with you. Um, although you you were you were laughing maniacally, so I think I think uh, I'm more in trouble than you are. All right, our next comic of the day is Mort Walker's Beetle. It was a cat's head in a box. There was no question. I mean, in fairness, it was. Yeah. Okay, Mort Walker, Mort, Mort Walker's Mort, bleh, Mort, 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 is our next comic. Mort Walker's Beetle Bailey is our next comic. In this episode, old Sarge is wandering and Beetle, like, keeps popping up behind things, following him. Like, he's, he's like, pop, pop, yeah, He's, like, peeking pop, from behind walls pop, and stuff. Pop. Except it's not saying pop. It's, there's no there's no sound effect. You're just making that up. <laughs> yeah, well, there soon will be a sound effect. So anyway, this is this like. In fact, they double up the panels at one point. So there's like eight panels of Beetle following Sarge around and and hiding, and then uh, finally in the second last panel, old Beetle comes in and talks, talks to Killer and says, "Ah, I found that if I follow Sarge, he does never find me." But then in the next panel, old Sarge there is talking to Lieutenant uh, Fuzz, and he goes, uh, who says, hey, where have you been? He says, what does what Sarge say? Taking Beetle on a five-mile hike. The joke here. What's the joke here? Do you understand? He knew that he was behind him. And so he's making Beetle take a hike, even though uh, he could have just ordered him to do so as he is his superior officer. But there you go. He tricked Beetle into going on a five-mile hike because he was aware of the fact that Beetle was following. Yeah, I Damn. think he found that in the first one when he's he's sticking his tongue out and he's like, "Whoa!" What? His eyes widen. Oh no, that's just sorry. That's not his tongue. That's his tooth. Sarge <laughs> has this weird tooth that sticks up from the bottom of his mouth. But his uh, eyes are so wide. They are. He looks like a zombie. <laughs> he's it, like brain. He does. He <laughs> looks like he's been hypnotized and is being led around the cave. He does. His eyes are like except cr- in the coffee one. Except like in the final panel, or except. No, even then, in the final one, his, his eyes are wide oh, open. Yeah. Uh, like, in, only in the last panel. He's no, like, there's a couple others. But most of these panels, his eyes are wide open. Like he's... Like, they blink. He's been mesmerized. And he doesn't... It's weird. But uh, that's but anyway, that's that's the joke here is that z- Zombie Sarge was intentionally leading. Beetle Bailey around. All right. Our next comic of the day is... Ugh, it's a family... Oh man, it is one of these. Oh my gosh. It's a zigzag. It's one of the dotted. Oh my God. (laughs) All right, so Vel says says to Billy. Billy, lunch is ready. Go tell Jeffy and PJ. Dolly's already there chowing down on a sandwich. So uh, Billy goes, okay. Um, And then. There's a What's dot- happening? There's a dotted line. Explain where the dotted line goes. So he it's leaves from the front door. You can tell by the arrow. And then he starts, like, he doesn't go to where he PJ and know Bill where it and Jeffy are. Well, he it, it starts here. Look, he goes, he hops on the wagon. He he leaps into the garbage. He goes to a, a teepee that's set up for some reason. Then he goes into a shed, jumps on a neighbor's car. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, then he, not, he jumps on their car. And then goes on, jumps over them. Jumps over a neighbor, yep. Yeah. Then he jumps on a neighbor's car. Then he wanders <laughs> through the woods. 
Then he leaps over a fire hydrant and he goes to somebody else's house, like like he's Dennis the Menace or something. I then, think he then he wanders he looks back. Looks like Dennis the Menace. He kind of does actually. Uh, he's even wearing that same kind of shirt. The same, yeah, he's got that same striped shirt and that Dennis haircut. wears and the same hair. This is weird. <laughs> Wait. So then he goes and bothers a lady who's sitting in her backyard reading a book. He climbs on a shed. He he gets into a playpen with a baby. Uh, he hops over. He, look, this is dangerous. He hops over a lawnmower. A running lawnmower. He jumps over a running lawnmower. Fortunately, his his feet are not torn to shreds. He, and then over a fence. Then over. So how is he going over this? He he jumps on. Yeah, he leaps on some rocks and leaps onto the doghouse. And there's old Barfy. That's their Can dog. He have just turned like right and then. And then he yeah. comes. Then he's like he does. He wanders over there. He finds uh. Jeffy and PJ and goes, hey, where have you guys been? Lunch is ready. And uh, and what does old old Jeffy say to him? Oh, oh, we I've been right here. Mommy brought us our lunch long ago. Well, yeah. So, so in other words, Billy has been wandering the he, neighborhood. He could have just gone like three inches. He, he could have just turned and said, hey, lunch is here. But no, instead he went on one of his little adventures that lasted forever. And no one seems concerned that this kid's wandering aimlessly. And jumping for, over lawnmowers. And, yeah, he's jumping over lawnmowers, menacing babies, hopping on cars, uh, disturbing <laughs> reading women, um, menacing dogs. It, but that's it. This is what happens when when they don't really want to do an episode. When they don't want to write anything, they just go, "Oh, we'll just have the kid wander around aimlessly and dot dot." It's infuriating because it's just not up. Do you do you wait? He went up a tree. Where? Oh yeah, he sure did. He went up a tree <laughs> before he went into the baby's crib. Yeah, and lawnmower. And then he hopped over a lawnmower, <laughs> and then he jumped on some rocks and and frightened the dog. Yeah, and then. Uh, the kids have already all eaten, and Mom doesn't appear to be concerned or upset about it at all. She's just She's like, eh. just like, eh, he'll come back. He maybe. always does eventually. Yeah, that's that's the thing about the family circus. It's and uh, Dennis the Menace. Wow, he's Dennis. He's very Dennis the Menace esque, even in the shirt he's wearing. So uh, the pants. It's more like this is the this is the negligent family circus, is what this is. Finally today, Andy Cap. Is drunk. This program is brought to you by Law Dog Productions LLC. We're on the web at howlingmonkeyradio.com where you can find our other shows and content. You can also learn about ways to support our efforts there. 